know, I take it all back. What I said earlier about you looking like a serial killer? No, no, no. You don't have the disposition for that sort of thing. <laughs> You're way too much of a wit to murder anyone. Welcome to episode 25 of Control-Alt-Death. I am Ben Monster. I am Gabriel Chisano. And we're talking about the house that Jack built. And it is a house for sure. It is a Very house. Very interesting house. Such great design on this house. I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, but before we get into this horrific horror movie that we watched... Where you can watch it too. It's on Hulu if you have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about movies, other movies that we've watched this week, and things that we played, and all that other good stuff. So, yeah. Gabe, Gabe, why don't why don't you start us off? What have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of stuff. Actually, uh, we both watched uh, Bill and Ted Three: mm-hmm. Face the Music, and um, Love it that. is absolutely delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've been talking the past couple weeks about watching for, for me, the first, the first time watching one and two, right. and yeah. I'm, I loved both of them. And, um, this one is just, it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so good. And it was really, um, heartwarming and uplifting in a weird way. And, um, yeah without going into any spoilers and stuff. Um, actually, you know what? I do kind of want to go into I want to talk about the ending. Go for so, it. Uh, we're going to spoil the ending. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, uh, fast forward for like a minute or two and then um, – or pause it and then go watch the movie. And then <laughs> Yeah, that's it. better. It's fantastic. So <laughs> yes. I'm talking about the ending of the movie. Okay. Uh, first of all, Dennis the Robot is yes. the best fucking character. Yes. For sure. In all of movies. He's just the best. <laughs> he is. Um, and I feel that way about Noho Hank and Barry. He's one of my favorite TV characters. Yes. And he's played by the same guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, God, he's incredible in this movie. He's so funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, but, yeah, the ending – because, like, throughout this, this series, I was like, okay, they have to write this song to unite the, the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when we got to this one and it was like, oh, they didn't actually write it yet. Like, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But – Throughout the whole movie, I'm like, what could this song possibly be that's so perfect that right. unites the whole world? And actually, it's unites, it saves reality. Um, and how they did that at the end with um, everyone playing across the world, across right. the universe, across reality, like, um, I really, really love that. Um, and actually, I wrote down the last line, which is spoken by... Um, Bill and Ted's daughters. Um, yes. The last line of the movie is, it wasn't so much the song that made the difference, it was everyone playing it together. Um, and I just love that. So it cool. It's just so, it's so great. Yeah. Um, with everything going on in the world, it was really nice to, um, it was just nice. You yeah. know, it, it, it touched me. It touched yes. my heart. It was, um, it was, so. A, it was a great movie and it came out at a great time. Too. Definitely. So. Yeah, an absolutely perfect, uh, a perfect quarantine movie, a per- perfect election year movie. It's yes. just great yeah. to just 
put all that dumb shit aside and, <laughs> and, and watch these two guys still be these characters that they've been for years. And um, similar to how I, I love that Bill and Ted are always like friends. They're always they always got each other's backs. They're always they never fight with each other. You know, right. I mean, they fight themselves in this one, but that's a right. different story. Um, I loved. That in the trailer, when Bill and Ted are at the wedding and they're playing that super weird song, <laughs> you see there's a reaction shot of their daughters like like going like, Ugh, like that's weird. Right. So I was expecting the daughters to be like cool and kind of dislike their dads. Right. Um, so the fact that they were, the daughters are their biggest fans and they're just as weird as them. Right. I love that. <laughs> I thought that was so perfect. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so happy they did that. Yeah. I'm so happy that um, – the world doesn't maybe like the wild stallions as much as as they used to, but their right. daughters, um, their daughters love them. So, yeah. I love that. That was great. Such a good movie. Uh, how many times have you watched it? It was just that once, or have so far you... just the once. Okay. Um, I went. Ba- I bought it and I went back and watched the last like maybe five or ten minutes again, just because I loved mm-hmm. it so much. But yeah. um, I want to go back and watch all three now. Um, yeah, me too. In a row. So I think I'm. I think I'm going to do that. Um, just because it, it's just. They're great. Yeah. They're great. Cool. Cool. What else did you watch? Um, I have been making my way through Marvel movies because I've never, I've seen, (laughs) I've seen very few. I've seen. So happy about this. (laughs) I I saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. um, And I saw like the first Iron Man and. Shit. Ugh. Spider-Man. I've, I've seen the Spider-Man movies. Um, both the You've Tob- seen... Tobey Maguire ones. And then... Uh, and then Andrew Garfield. S- and some of the Andrew Garfield ones. Um, now, th- those aren't in this universe. You know that, right? Right. Because okay. that's confusing. But I get that. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's Sony and it's not Disney and it's... Right. It's still Marvel. Whatever. Right. That's yeah. weird. But um, yes, I did <laughs> recently, uh, I did watch, because I've never seen Spider-Man 3, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. and I watched that, <laughs> and that was weird. Um, yep. I, However, the beginning of it, I kind of liked. I, I like, because mm-hmm. the other two Spider-Man movies, they're, like, cheesy, and they're corny, and, yeah. like, uh, and this had that same flavor to it, and then it just got a little strange um oh yeah. i also did watch venom but that's Oof. not in this universe right or is it that is uh where does that land it's 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 if anything it's in the tom holland universe so okay. now there's there's the mcu over here right there's spider-man in the middle with tom holland which is in the mcu and then there's right. venom and Venom and Spider-Man can overlap, but right. Venom and, like, Iron Man can't overlap. Gotcha. So there's this really weird, like, <laughs> circle Venn diagram where, like, Spider-Man can go in between these two, but Venom probably won't ever show up in an Avengers in, movie. Okay. Because he shouldn't, because the movie fucking sucks. So, uh... There, it, there was... Don't, yeah, there don't was... do that. <laughs> it was... It was strange. All these movies, there's, uh definitely the strangeness about them because it's a comic book movie and it's yeah you know you have to i don't i don't know i don't know what i'm saying and but i mean the the toby Maguire ones those are just 
zany Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, like, and that's what I that's what I liked about it. They're not great, and I don't think I think the Tom Holland and I think all the new ones. Tom Holland, the director of uh, you know that movie, the horror movie, horror horror icon, Tom Holland. Yes, yes. I think those movies are uh, <laughs> fantastic and deserve to be in the MCU. But the other ones, they do have their place. I do love the zany, crazy, like the um, in Spider-Man Two, the Doc Ock operating room scene, where it's like POV of the things going around. Mm-hmm. It's all black and white and shit. Like yeah. that's so Evil Dead, yes. Sam Raimi. Like that, that sure. shit's awesome. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm glad those are those are gone. <laughs> I also watched Thor. I've seen nice. Captain America. Uh, this has been over like months, um, but more recently I saw Iron Man two, which I never saw, mm-hmm. and I'm currently in the middle of the first Avengers movie. Cool, uh, with the Tesseract. Tesseract. <laughs> um, now is the Tesseract in Captain America? Yes. Okay, because I I remembered that name and I wasn't sure where mm-hmm. I heard it before, but okay. Yeah. Red Skull. Red Skull's Red trying Skull, to get the test right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so far, it's yeah, they're popcorn movies. I like it. It's not mm-hmm. bad. Um, if uh, you're enjoying these, they're gonna get better. I can okay. promise you that. Okay. They get every every movie gets a little bit better, a little bit better, and then once it once it really starts, once you get to like Captain America two, mm-hmm. then it's just like everything's great. Okay. Much. All right. So. You got, you've been, you've gotten through the worst of it, so now it's all smooth sailing. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's what I've been binging on. There's a bunch of Marvel movies. So, Speaking yeah. of Marvel, uh, yes. super sad news this week. Oh uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah. Um, that was uh, shocking. That happened during our um, on Friday during our Bill and Ted. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was so happy watching that movie, and I came out of it, and I saw the alert on my phone. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. It was just—it didn't even seem real. So, um, he died of uh, colon cancer. He's forty-three. I'm sure everyone knows this by now. But right. um, man, that was—that sucks. sucks. He was such a cool dude. He was such a great actor, and um, to know that he had been do- battling this cancer for yeah. four years or something like. All the movies I've seen him in, pretty much, at least recently, he's been have he has, has had cancer. Like that's insane. insane. Yeah. Um, and people online for years because he's gotten very skinny. He was pretty buff mm-hmm. in the Civil War, Panther or Black Panther one movie, and he got really skinny. And people were like giving him shit for it, and um, now it's like mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> so <sighs> that sucks. That's, I hope yeah. his family's doing okay and. Yeah, that's a huge loss. That's a bummer. Um, I I watched a couple other things. I watched uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is that uh, Mm -hmm. HBO documentary about um, the Golden State Killer. Right. um, By it's it's follows Michelle McNamara, who was Patton Oswalt's wife. Yes. Uh, She passed away in two thousand. Like sixteen or seventeen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her. It follows based on her book, and it f- kind of follows her like obsession into finding this guy. And it's incredible. It's an incredible documentary, and it goes through um, her life. It, she, it's narrated by her, but it's obviously an actress. And then it's mm-hmm. intercut, interwoven with um, like f- footage that interviews with her, and footage with her and Patton. And um, he's in it a lot, and he's talking mm-hmm. about. 
these things that happened and um, it's really really good and it's a, cool. it's a crazy insane story and um, it this guy lived in my area like he lived Whoa. in all of the towns he's killed in I've been in like yes. it's crazy um, <laughs> the closest one to me was I think 10 minutes away in Concord Whoa. Uh, he killed someone there like fucking crazy to see like usually when I watch these type of documentaries it's you know, in New York or something, right, yeah. and I don't know any of the names of the towns, but like mm-hmm. every single town, I'm like, oh shit, I've been there. Oh shit, I, I've, <laughs> I've lived there. I know that area. Like it's, it was crazy. Wow. So um, that was a little scary, but um, this is yeah, on great HBO, documentary. Right? It's on HBO. I watched it on HBO Max, cool. and uh, I think six episodes, and it's all done now. I was waiting until it, um, until it finished, and it's right. done now, and it's, uh, it's great. It's cool. really good. I will have to check that out. Um, I also watched a documentary. I think you watched it too. Class Action Park, which is also oh on God. HBO Max. Yes. Um, <laughs> absolutely insane. amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I loved it. Um, there is a uh, was a park in uh, Mount Vernon, New Jersey uh, called Action Park. <clears throat> and it, it was notorious for being um, very, very dangerous. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I do love in this documentary the maybe like seventy five percent of it is like oh shit this this is fucking crazy wow like so many people got hurt and and these rides are created by insane people and then the last <laughs> like twenty five percent of the movie mm-hmm. uh, it it makes you feel really bad for like even laughing at like yeah. this park um, but. Uh, because you know it, every person that got hurt or died actually in this park uh, is a real person, and they yeah. had a life, and they have a family. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah it, they it was they crazy. do one deep dive into a guy, uh, a, a, a kid who died, and they mm-hmm. show his family and his brother. And like, you're right, it is. It's all funny, and it's like right. um, all the people talking and they interview a lot of people too, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're like, yeah, it was kind of like a rites of passage, you know. If you broke right. a bone or you get a bruise or a scar, it's like you got it. You got it at an action park. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and it does when they're showing it. It's like, yeah, that does look horrifying, and I would never do it. Right. But it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> like it looks half of these things. Like holy shit! Like I would totally want to go there as a kid. I wouldn't right. do anything. Right. But I want to go there and just hang out because it looks insane. Yeah. Um, and then it, like you said, it it really focuses on the guy and yeah the guy who created it and owned it and that he was a fucking psychopath and yeah um and then it goes into the family and the family was is is still like grieving over this kid who died 30 something years ago and yeah um it was a it was really well done it, yeah. this was a movie right it was a movie it wasn't a series so yeah it's just like a normal hour and a half documentary it's really good uh they um, interview uh chris gethard who is yeah. from new jersey who he was has great. been there uh very funny um they also they go into um, just like <laughs> the conception of uh, this one ride, which just looking at it scares <laughs> me to death. And like, yeah. I there's no way I would ever go on no. something. It's something out of a nightmare. It is the loop. A, yeah, it's an enclosed water slide that has a loop in it. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but just the horror that happens to some of the people it's um, insane when they first started it um i don't think anyone died on that but 
people but got, they got fucked up. Fucked uh, up, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, but it's a great documentary. It's on HBO Max. The, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts is is there was a there's there's like different sections to the park. There's a water section. There's like a mm-hmm. a racetrack section. There's like a bar section. In one of the water <laughs> sections, there was a boat. Like you can ride on little mini like speedboats. Yes. And they said that basically they said that you don't want to fall over because the water is infested with snakes. <laughs> and I was like, come on, guys, how can you just do this? It's like what the fuck. Yeah. Um, it's so. Funny. I what, did you ever? Yeah. Ahead, when sorry. I when I, when I was a kid, I saw commercials for Action Park on TV. They played because awesome. I I lived on Long Island where still currently do but like they would they would play ads for it and it was just it looked cool i wanted to go there um but thank god i never did (laughs) (laughs) um did you ever see that johnny knoxville movie action point no which is based on this um really yeah I i went and watched the trailer for it i guess it came out like two or three years ago i thought it was like five or six years ago but hmm. um yeah i kind of want to watch that now it's it's very loosely based on that guy and, and i don't even think it's that guy it's just it's basically a guy who's johnny knoxville creating a an action park like place hmm. um and it like it's scripted and there's it, there's actors but he does all the own stunts so it's like oh, partially wow. jackass type of stuff cool um so i kind of want to watch that and, yeah. and and now that i know more about it so right um, I watched, um, uh, I finally watched the movie Green Room, oh, which I had never seen before. I love that movie. And it's fucked up, Holy but it's shit. really good. I yeah. was scrolling through Netflix. I think it was Netflix. I mean, it was HBO Max. I don't remember. Um, and I saw that. Like, you know what? I've never seen this. Everyone says it's good. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, and it is fucking scary. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, fucking uh, Patrick Stewart as Nazi leader dude, oh, like God, yeah. he's, he's terrifying. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a great movie. Um, basically, if you don't know, it's uh, like a uh, a punk band, uh, a, basically a no name punk band, um, takes a show at what turns out to be like a, a neo Nazi clubhouse type thing. Um, yeah. It's like in a and trailer, isn't it? Or like, there's a bunch of trailers. There's oh, well, that the, the building they're in is an actual like, it's it's like a big garage with rooms and stuff. Okay. And then there are trailers that are like surrounding it, and um, it stars Anton Yelchin, who passed away a couple years ago. Um, he's incredible. God, he's such a great actor. Yeah. And uh, a couple, uh, Morgan Poots, she's in it too. Poots, right? Um, Poots, and uh, Patrick Stewart. And it's, I won't spoil anything, but it's insane. It's so fucking intense and yeah. it never stops. Like once, once the thing happens and mm-hmm. the, the action starts and the, it's just building and building and building. And I fucking love the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so worried that it, that ending wasn't going to happen, but <laughs> I was really happy with it. So, um, yeah, it's a fantastic movie and everyone should watch it. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, Josh, anything else? I have two more. I'm trying to think. I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. we're we're still making our way through uh, Love on Netflix. Still oh, right. love it. It's so good. Yeah, we are on to season two. I think we're almost done with it. Uh, there is a third season, and that's nice. It. Love it. Is uh, is Love a sequel to Like? No, but but what's like? 
is like a show? No, I don't uh, know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, is there a like nope. show? Nope. Um, I uh, I watched the movie Come to Daddy um, yes. with Elijah uh, Frodo. Wood. Yes. Elijah Wood. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, you need to watch it. I think you and Naomi should watch it. It's okay. fucking fantastic. It's, um, it's horror-y, it's, uh, it's thrillery and it's really dark comedy. I didn't know there was any like comedy in it, and mm-hmm. there definitely is. And it's <laughs> um, the parts that are 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 funny are hilarious. Cool. Um, I don't want to spoil anything with that. There's twists and turns and stuff, and it's just it's a fantastic movie. Everyone awesome. should watch it. Come to Daddy. Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime or yeah. Shutter. Uh, I think it's on Prime. Prime. Yeah. I think that's where I watched. Yeah, it's great. Cool. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about is I started playing mm-hmm. uh, the Avengers game. It's um, out? No, but I pre-ordered it on Xbox a couple what? weeks, months ago, and I got I got that sweet early access. So, sweet. Um, I started How? playing it today. How I'm is about it? an hour and a half in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's awesome. Um, Who are you playing really, as? I, well, you play as everybody. You kind of oh. just swap around. Uh, I guess the main character is Camilla Khan, Miss or Miss Marvel. Um, she's like the through line for everything, um, and it's 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 very simple combat. It's literally just kind of button smashing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Dark Knight or not Dark Knight, uh, Arkham Knight style, where you just punch and dodge and roll, and it's cool. it's pretty simple. And but everyone has their own powers and skill sets and. Um, it's kind of Destiny-like where you can get new armor and pieces and upgrade your characters and there's some customization and um, it's really fun. And the opening takes place on something called Avengers Day, which is this big celebration of the Avengers. And um, you play as Camilla Khan when she's a little kid and she's like, I think, 10 maybe or mm-hmm. 12. And she's walking, you, you play as her and you're walking around and you meet the Avengers and like these little things. And she's a huge Avengers fan and like, um, it was so fun and so adorable, cool. and I really love that. And then uh, an event happens, and then it skips five years, and now you're her as like a, a teenager or early twenties or something. And um, she has powers now, and um, it's it's you're going through to trying to like bring the Avengers back together, and it's just it's great. Awesome. Um, I think you would like it. I think you would really like it. Um, I haven't gotten to the point yet where co-op is available, but I know there is co-op, so mm-hmm. um, that might be something we can do. I will in get the it. Future, yes. If we do any type of what other stuff, what? are you hinting at something? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's great. I don't know if I talked about Battletoads last time. Made my way through Battletoads. I am stuck at a point. Because it it's almost requires you to play with another person, um, mm. it, and I did not like that, uh, mm. it, or at least have more fingers on my hand <laughs> to make things easier. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's really difficult. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but yeah. Um, but I still like the game. I'm just putting it on pause for now. Maybe Naomi yeah. will play because I think it's only couch co-op and not online. Yeah. Um, that sucks. That's did, stupid. Yeah, I did try out um, uh, Spirit Fairer. I believe that's mm. the name of it. It's on Game Pass. Very cool. Uh, love the art style. The animation is great. Um, 
it's cool. Uh, you play as a person uh, in charge of bringing people's souls to the afterlife, I think, uh, cool. or their spirits. Um, so, but you you're on a big boat, so it it combines like almost like Animal Crossing like um, chores, like fishing and mm-hmm. things like that, and growing garden stuff and. Uh, mixed with platforming and a little bit of sailing. It, it's cool. Very, awesome. very cool. Yeah. The trailer, the little gameplay trailer that was at one of these recent streams, game yeah. streams. I don't remember which one. It looked really fun. It looked yeah. cool. It's um, a lot of fun. I'm excited to try it out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for me, too. And then we watched. <laughs> This movie. Uh, so the movie this week is The House That Jack Built from 2018, starring Matt Dillon and written and directed by Lars von Trier. Yes. Um, before we get into it, there is some Me Too stuff with Lars von Trier. Yeah. Um, I guess, though, I, I didn't go in too much into it, but I guess he did a Bjork yeah. music video at some point and. I think it um, was uh, Dancer in the Dark, which was the movie about the woman oh, who's blind. She wants to be a dancer. I saw it a long time ago. I don't remember it. From what I remember, it was weird, just like this movie. Mm. But, yeah, apparently something yeah. happened on the set of that movie. And yeah. I think there are other instances of him being a shitty person, too. So... Yeah, he's... Um... He's a very strange person. There was, um, he did a movie called Melancholia, which I really did not like. Um, that was the was one with, um, Mary Jane. Yeah. Yeah. MJ. Um, I really did not like that. Like his movies, he tries, he, I think he wants to be so heady and so mm. artsy and so like, I'm a genius. And it just, this movie, the house that Jack built has that too. Oh yeah. I don't think as much, but, um, during the like press review for that movie, he, I'm just going to read you the quote he said. Now he was on a panel Mm -hmm. and they were talking about it and he said, this is what he said for a long time. I thought I was, and he's German by the way. So Mm. he said for a long time, I thought I was a Jew and I was happy to be a Jew then I met uh, Danish and Jewish director Suzanne Beer, and I wasn't so happy. But then I found out I was actually a Nazi. My family w- were German, and that also gave me some pleasure. What can I say? I understand Hitler. I sympathize with him a bit. Oh, my God. And then he, he, he said that. He said, I don't mean I'm in favor of World War II, and I'm not against Jews, not even Susan Beer. In fact, I'm very much in favor of them, all Jews. Well, Israel is a pain in the ass, but <laughs> it's like there's an image of him just like digging. Yes, own, like exactly. Keep on digging, man. Oh yep. my god! And then at the very end, he says, uh, "Now, how can I get out of this sentence?" Okay, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> um, so he's a uh, he's a. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think I would take that literally, but he's. Um, I don't know what he is. He's a very, very strange person, um, yes. and his movies represent that. So, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to to put that out there before we get into it. Um, have you seen any of his other movies? Um, I well, I did see Dancer in the Dark. I think he did that one. 
I could yeah. be wrong. Um, but I really don't remember. I know it was very strange. I thought it was just strange because Bjork was in it. Bjork is a very <laughs> strange lady, but she's, she's cool. Um, but yeah, it was weird. Yeah, he did Antichrist in 2009 with Willem Dafoe. He did Melancholia. Mm -hmm. And then he did the two Nymphomaniac movies, which I never saw, but had like NC-17. Mm. It was like X-rated or something. Hmm. Um, I think Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf was in those movies. There's a lot of people in that. Um, but I, I, I never saw either of those because I don't really like him. And um, I, 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 I did... I don't want to say I liked this movie. I don't want to even say I enjoyed this movie, but <laughs> I, I didn't hate it, I guess. Um, I thought it was, it was interesting. Just, it, it, was, it was interesting, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was just very weird. Yeah. Um, he, it's, uh, uh, when I first started, I was like, okay, it's going to be another one of his movies, so it's going to be very like overly complicated. and Not overly complicated, but overly like, I'm smart. And I'm I'm right. telling you something because I'm so smart. Artsy and, fartsy, yeah. Um, which I I'm I'm okay with artsy fartsy, but when it's artsy fartsy just to be artsy fartsy, when it's mm -hmm. a guy just killing people, like eh, right. I don't know. But yeah. as we got into it, and we see that it's more actually that Jack is trying to be artsy fartsy rather than Lars von Trier. Right. Then I liked it a little bit more because it's like, is he just talking on? Is this like? Um, is he just is this like making fun of movies that are trying to be artsy fartsy is mm. it is it um like a satire on those movies is jack just that character and because jack is obsessed with like he considers himself an artist he's obsessed with architecture and musicians and composers and he and he takes he's a photographer and he takes pictures of of these dead bodies these people that he kills and um i i w if i think of it as that way i like it a lot more if i think of it as like Lars von Trier being like, I'm a genius and I'm an artist and this is like high art and all that shit. Right. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I like it that much. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I like, just like you, I don't know if I like this movie. I, <laughs> I did find it interesting. There were some points where I was like, this feels like I'm taking like an art class, a very yeah. boring art class. <laughs> um, yeah. there were, uh, some parts I, I, loved the special effects in this movie were uh, incredible. incredible yeah yeah um just it was sickening some of like mm -hmm. i i usually can just go oh that's cool like if i see some like cool like way of how someone got killed or whatever in a movie yeah. special effect wise uh, it's like but some of this was just like fucking disturbing like Horrifying. uh this looks real and yeah yeah it looks like a snuff film looks like you're watching a snuff film yeah it reminded me a lot of the golden glove like that mm -hmm. kind of just yeah. brutal realistic yeah so it was disturbing it's not uh it's not it's because i'm watching i've talked about it a million times i'm watching dexter again right now and mm -hmm. i won't go through it again but like dexter and this guy are totally the polar opposites of the mm. serial killer type where dexter is like a he kills people but he's like a good guy and um, right he doesn't necessarily get like an enjoyment, like a weird sexual thrill or something out of it. Right. And this guy is the opposite. He's like, uh, I guess he doesn't, I mean, I don't know if he gets sexual thrill out of it. He doesn't like rape anyone, but, right. um, it's, he's messy and he's, he really sucks. 
Yeah. He's like a bad he's a bad serial killer. Well, there's definitely points where he's like is he trying to get caught? Oh like, yeah. Like and that's what I love. Like that's it, what I like about it. Yeah. Um it, he's purposely telling people that he is the serial killer at this one point mm-hmm. in the movie and like it's almost like people don't believe him. Uh yeah. he Yeah, there's a lot of points where he's just like either really dumb or he wants to get caught. Um, and, and, and maybe I, I'm missing uh, like a point no, of the movie. I, no, but, not at all. I think, yeah, yeah and I, I love that luck factors factors into it where he's mm-hmm. like, he's just lucky. And yeah. it's, um, he's so lucky that it, it reminded me a lot of American Psycho where it's like he's so lucky and he's so right. o- out in the open about everything he does. I mean, there's a scene where he kills a woman, a cop comes in moments later right. and he escapes the house and he takes a body, her body. It's right. wrapped in plastic. Or no, it's wrapped in a rug. Right. And he he hooks it behind his car and drives away. <laughs> and it leaves a big bloody streak following all the way from the crime scene to his house. To yeah. his uh, freezer where he stores all of his, his dead bodies. Yeah. And he's like, that's him. And he looks at it and he's like, oh, I guess I'm caught. And then right. it rains. Right. And it's like... <laughs> I, that that I like, and it's like it, it it gets to a point where it's like, is any of this real? Right. Like, yeah. Because American Psycho in the movie, at least, none of that happened. Um, right. So is it like, is it real? Is it not real? Is this like weird fantasies that he's having? Um, is this all like, is this a dream that he's having while he's dying? And I don't know. Like it's all it's all stuff like that. But I do love the. He's like he wants to stop. He wants to be stopped, but he can't because he has this OCD thing and he um, and he, he's just he can't control himself like he has to go right fucking do this not only kill people but set up these weird scenarios to kill people the one with the family and the rifle the hunting rifle oh god fucking shit man yeah that was that was insane yeah. um but yeah let's let's get into it yeah um so before we do, if you watch this movie uh, or any of the movies or have any any recommendations, you can write us control alt death podcast at gmail dot com uh, or leave us a voicemail eight one eight four five seven six eight eight seven. We're at control alt death on Twitter and Instagram and all that. And if you have a second, if you want to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or um, any podcast service you use. Also, we're on Amazon Music now. I added, what? Uh, I added that. Yeah. So if you have any Amazon devices or want to use that service, we can you can listen to us there in our yeah. sexy voices. Awesome! I never um, thought I would be on Amazon. And now we're, I am. We're huge. We're huge on Amazon. We're huge on Amazon. All right, let's get into this fucking bizarre ass movie. So oh, okay, this opens up with him and Verge, right? And they're talking. Verge. Yeah, Verge. so it opens totally black screen, and it's Matt or it's uh, Jack and Verge talking about. Um, he's uh, Jack is asking questions about the rules of what he can say and what he cannot say, and right. Verge is like an older. He sounds like um, he can't, sounds like a German, like a German accent type thing. Maybe. Yes. Do you did uh, now? I figured out who Verge was from the beginning. Did you? Uh, I didn't get the reference to Virgil, right. um, but I, 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 cause I'm not smart. Um, but no, I'm, I, I'm not smart either. <laughs> I, I did. I thought that this was like him being led to heaven or hell or, yeah. um, I didn't think that this part was 
necessarily realistically happen happening. Right. Um, I didn't figure out in the beginning. Actually, I I lied. Uh, there's a part where he mentions his book, the Anid Anid Anid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's an old book, and I was like, oh my god, I know that book. Who wrote that book? Virgil. Verge, Virgil. Virgil. Okay, got it. So the movie's broken up. This is basically <laughs> Jack telling Verge his story, and he right. breaks it up into five incidents, as he calls it, right. and calls it, and they're all different murders, basically. Right. So not all the that. murders that he caused, because he did murder a bunch of people. These are yeah. selected murders yes. that he decides. Yes. He's, I think he said he killed. Was it sixty? Or like 120 Six, or something? 60, 61, at 61. least at one point in the story, he mentions that yeah. to one of his victims. Um, all right. So, and as they're walking, uh, the, the their conversation is all voiceover, and we don't right. see anything until the end. And as you're walking, you can hear what sounds like, it sounds like they're in a tunnel, and there's mm-hmm. like water dripping, and there's like weird humming and stuff. Um, so that's whenever you hear them talking, it's... He's narrating the movie, but it's really just him talking to Verge and narrating it for us. But right. um, so we're starting on incident one. Right. And incident one is Jack's driving down the road, and he sees uh, Uma Thurman, and her car is broken down, and um, he asked, she asks uh, her jack got broke. Her jack is broken. Yes. She has a flat tire. She can't change it. Um, and he's basically like, "No, I don't have one." And she insists that. Um, he help her and he's he's driving in this very creepy red van yeah. unmarked no windows typical creeper <laughs> serial killer van right um she even mentions it later on yeah. that like this is something that <laughs> a serial killer would drive yeah um, um, he mentions jack mentions that there's sunny's uh he's a a blacksmith uh, what is sunny he's a blacksmith that's right yeah. and he could probably repair the jack so it's about five miles that way. Good luck. And she's like, hey, why don't you just take me? And he's like, I really can't. And she just insists and gets in the car. And they start driving. Um, and uh, she, they have this whole conversation about, she's like, well, I shouldn't have done this. You could be a serial killer. And you could kill me. And um, <laughs> this is a big mistake. And I shouldn't have done that. And he's like, well, do you want me to take you back to your car? And she's like, no, it's fine. Um, and and then she mentioned the van and how it's creepy and, and all that stuff. Right. Um, they. What I didn't understand was like, I thought that this was his first kill. Yeah. And it's not right. I yeah. mean. Right. Okay. Totally. Yeah. No, this is definitely not. Um, and this is again right off the bat where I'm like, is this real? This is such a. Right. This is such a like stereotypical don't get in a van it's going to be a serial killer and right like, is this a fantasy that he's having or is this a dream or like she's talking about him being a serial killer and killing her with the jack that's sitting right. in between them the broken jack <laughs> um also his name is jack so like that's weird yeah um so he takes her to sunny's and she gets out and um to fix the jack and um he knows sunny sunny says hi to jack whatever and then the jack is fixed and um they're back in the car driving back toward the uh uma thurman's car right also none of the women in this movie have names uh they're all lady one two three one of them is called uh simple and uh which we'll get into so um 
I think that's an important point to make. Yeah. This it's, guy's view on women. It's a it's addressed a little bit later on with his conversation with Verge about yeah. his who he choo- who he chooses as victims right. for the for his you know or who he chooses. Yeah. Yeah. So they're driving back and um Again, Uma Thurman is talking about serial killers and how there's uh, a big number of serial killers in the United States. And she's like, you made a big mistake because Sonny saw us together. And now if you kill me, he'll know. Um, so you, you, you can't kill me, basically. Um, he, she, they cut back to the car and he tries to help her with the jack. The jack breaks again. And he's basically like, okay, I got to go. This is insane. I, I, I have more important things to do. So... Um, Sorry. And then she's like, okay, well, you got to take me back to Sunny. And he's like, no, I'm not going to. And um, she's like, yes, you are. And she just gets in his van and they start driving back. This this whole interaction was just so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it was, it's unsettling. Like, it is. Because, like, you know he's evil. And right. she, at some point, kind of, I guess thinks that he's evil right i mean she wouldn't bring up the whole you look like a serial killer or (laughs) i don't know because yeah at this this right before she gets in the car the second time he says i have an appointment to get to and she says what appointment i thought she was like a cop maybe or like a investigator and she was tracking him right um because it's uma thurman like i didn't think she would be a small role like she's a big name so (laughs) um and then so that happens she gets in the car and basically, she's like, you know what? I was wrong. You, you're definitely not a, a serial killer. You're, you're, a, you're too much of a wimp to murder anyone. Right. Um, and he slams on the brakes, and he grabs the jack, and he smashes her in the face and kills her. And this is, what, two minutes, three minutes into the movie? And yeah. Uma Thurman's dead. Yeah. Great use and... of Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> she was good. She was good in it for for two or three minutes. Yeah, I mean. um, and then she got she got jacked up. Um, and then and now we're off to the artsy races. Artsy races where right. it's like close up of his hands. He's like his hands are. I don't think they're shaking, but they're covered in blood. His face is battered with blood. And then it shows uh, like old time footage of a guy playing uh, the piano. I don't remember the name of the song or the guy, yeah. but this song gets played pretty much throughout the rest of the movie whenever he kills someone or whenever he's talking about killing someone. Okay. Um, also, now back to the voiceover da- talking with Burge. Yeah, David Bowie's fame is also played constantly right. throughout this whole movie, too. Every five minutes, yes. which I don't hate. It's a great right. song. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then it's just Jack going into um, art and how the, the song that he's talking about is um, uh, he's an artist and it's an incredible piece of composure and he's talking about cathedrals and buildings and corners and all of this shit. They're just showing – it's like a slideshow of paintings and architecture yeah. and all this weird shit. And um, This is and what it, like art talking, history class was like for me. I yeah. was completely bored <laughs> – uh, and in school with it, and yeah, this boring was, in this movie. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. I, I don't know. Yeah, 
I, I don't I don't like this. Um, and he's he, the point of it is like all of the, this music is art, building is art. Well, murder is also art, and this is my right. art. Yeah, um, which I, I like that message. I don't think you need to show these weird blueprints and diagrams and all this weird shit right. about like building arches and and poles and airwaves and all this shit. Like it's it's yeah. it's too much. Um, too many and, flying buttresses, right? In this movie, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut back to Jack's house, um, and it's him talking about how he wants to build a house, his own house. He bought this land. Uh, it's a huge plot of land, and he's going to build his perfect house, and he's an architect. Or he's an engineer. He's an engineer, um, yeah. He's an engineer. That's, that's big difference. Um, and you see him like at a table, and he's just designing his home. Um, and then it cuts over to the, the actual spot of land, and you see him like roping out and measuring and getting the early stages ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go into uh, he, he starts talking about his um, uh, his OCD and mm. um, how he has um, he has OCD. And um, from there, he, he, he we we'll get back to it later. He talks to Verge about how he owns a walk-in freezer. And he opens it up. And he bought it from, um, uh, I guess it was like a, a restaurant before or something. Or, something with pizza. Yeah, there's tons of frozen pizza in it. He says that he's tried one and it was gross. Yeah. And he didn't like it. <laughs> but there's still yeah. like tons of boxes of frozen like, pizza. Like a hundred, more than a yeah. hundred. It's a yeah. huge amount. Um, so he, he opens up the freezer and um, he drags Uma Thurman's body in there and, and just leaves it. We find out that there's a door in the back that he can't open. And right. he's tried a bunch of times, and it's just, it's frozen shut, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, it's not locked or anything, it's just, it's totally like, like it's frozen welded shut almost. Yeah. Um, and then he goes back and he cleans the van, and he's talking about his um, compulsions and um, how he, everything, like when he was a kid, he couldn't leave a room unless it was perfectly clean, and um, it's like a miserable way to live. Mm. Um, you see him uh, uh, adding these big bars to the door so he can like lock himself in this freezer and um, yeah he goes back and hides her car and um, but also hides it in a way where you can see it from the road right yeah this is this other like thing of like maybe he wants to be caught totally and he talks about how like um, if you're on a certain side of the road and you see it from you can only see it from this side but if you're a cop it's not your jurisdiction so you can't do anything right. yeah so I, I at first i'm like oh you're just fucking with people like he, he that's what he does but now that after you're watching it's like oh no he he he's leaving pe- he's leaving breadcrumbs to let people right. know so he gets caught like he doesn't want to do this anymore yeah. um or he wants to be stopped um but nothing ever happens with it mm-hmm. um then we go into incident number two, and you see him following. And this, the the these are not in order; these are all random orders. Some are right. earlier in his career, some are later. There's no timeline; like you don't know the year or anything like that. It's just him and five kills, five events that happened, and it's what he's talking about. Right. Um, so he's following Lady Two now for incident two, and he's following her home. She's an older lady, and. Um, I read a little bit about this movie and Matt Dillon's, uh, uh, his 
his go-to serial killer for inspiration was Ted Bundy, and yeah. he totally has the Ted Bundy look to him. Oh, uh, with absolutely. With the glasses and, yeah. Yeah. So he goes up to this woman's door, rings the bell, and this is the w- most awkward exchange between two people. Yeah. And he's basically trying to convince her that he's a police officer, but he doesn't. She asks for a badge. She says, I don't have my badge. It's getting, I got an, it's getting shined <laughs> at a fucking metal place or whatever. And I felt like this was the worst improv scene. Yes, like, totally. it, seemed, it seemed like it was totally like all improv but it wasn't i i don't know what the hell was going on it was like he it was bizarre and he's this is where i'm saying like he's not a good serial killer like right i'm wondering like is he not good because he has he's lucky like someone eventually drives by her neighbor and she waves and he turns back and waves (laughs) and says hey bob or whatever right and i'm like what the fuck like why would you do that (laughs) And I think he just – he doesn't ever – he doesn't worry about this because he, he's never gotten caught. He, nothing has ever even gotten close to him. So yeah. he doesn't really need to hone his skills you know, because he can just kind of do whatever he wants. Um, Weird. Yeah, uh, the, so he tries to get – he yeah, go ahead. This lady is uh, the same lady in um, Men in Black. She plays yeah. um, the wife of Edgar. Yeah, um, uh, she's awesome. I, she's been yes, in a ton of stuff. She is very funny. Um, yeah. So yeah, he 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 then says like he's not an, a police officer. Uh, he said he's an insurance salesman, right? Or right. no, he he has something to do with insurance. Uh, she he looks behind her, sees a photograph of what she what he thinks is her husband on a railroad. Yeah. Says like, oh, you know, we know that you're getting money. Pension. pension. I can double it. He says I can, I can double, double it. Yeah, I can double the pension. And she falls for it. And yeah. she lets him in the house. Yeah. So <laughs> another thing we get into uh, later is that Verge eventually talks about, like, do you purposely pick dumb women? Like, right. all of the women you kill are really dumb and don't think about anything. They just they put themselves in the situation where right. they know they probably shouldn't. And we'll get into that later uh, more, mm-hmm. but um, so far, both Uma Thurman and this lady are very, <laughs> very dumb. Yeah. And he get they get in there, and she shuts the door behind him, and he basically just starts berating her, like, ba- basically saying, like, why would you do that? Why would you let me in? It's too easy. Like, how could you do this? Like, are you dumb? You know, all of these things. And um, she goes to get him a cup of tea. And then he goes and just grabs her from behind and starts choking her, and uh, she falls to the ground. But doesn't he, he die. He kind of right? picks her up, and no, she doesn't die. And then he gets behind her and starts to choke her. And this scene is brutal um, yeah. because it is all really close-up shots of him, just long shots of him just choking her to death. And eventually, she kind of stops, and he he's like, "Okay, I I killed her, whatever." He kind of sits back down. And then she wakes up again, and she starts coughing, and like her tongue is sticking out, and she's still alive. Um, this reminded me of that scene in the Golden Glove where he's wrestling with that woman, and yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah so fucking brutal. disturbing. So she wakes up, and she's she can barely breathe, and he starts like crying. And he's like, "I'm so sorry," and he gets a pillow and puts it under her head, and he gets her some water, I think. 
Yeah. Um, and she's like, are you okay? Can you talk or whatever? And he, yeah, he gives her some water. And then after he does that, he continues to choke her again and kills her. <laughs> um, and it's very strange. And then he takes out a knife, like a hunting knife thing from his boot. He has like a boot sheath mm. and, uh, like runs his finger down her chest to find her heart, I guess, and yeah. then just stabs her in the chest. Um, what the fuck? So fucking bizarre. Um, and then he closes the win- and then he closes the windows, <laughs> the, the blinds, and everything. Um, and then he talk again. He's talking to Verge over all this, and he's he picks her up off the ground and puts her in a chair. And he talks about this old camera that he has, and he takes pictures of all of his victims um, because he's a fucking crazy motherfucker. Um, so he like poses her in a way, and then and then goes and takes her picture. Is this where he talks about? And it's the, a really old timey ne- type of camera. Yeah. Does he talk about the negative? Yeah. So okay. uh, he talks about how he likes the pictures are cool, but he really likes the negatives. Um, it's an old film camera, and he likes it because something of basically like the lightness is actually darkness. When you right. see a negative image, like all the light is dark, and it's shining darkness. And again. Very artsy. Yeah. <laughs> Very artsy. But I, I, I do like that aspect of it. It does come back uh, later, which was... Yes, it does. Interesting. So he he backs his van up to the door and um, wraps her body up in plastic and just willy-nilly out the front door at the <laughs> with the light on, he just drags her body down the stairs yeah. on the, this main street where other people live and just puts her in the van. Um and then he goes back in the house and cleans up. Right. He and does this multiple he, times, though. Which yeah, was... you see very specific spots that he's cleaning. And he gets yeah. the house, makes sure it's all back in position. Not wearing gloves no. on anything. So his fingerprints are all over the place. Um, not that, that never comes back, but it's just like, again, you suck. Yeah. Um, He'll go into the car and then think, uh, uh, oh, wait, there might be blood on this spot. And then yeah. goes goes back into the house and cleans that this and this felt this whole scene felt extremely long and yeah like drawn out but i think it was on purpose and like i i don't have ocd but like just watching the scene i have an understanding of how crazy it might make you feel to like uh, to know, yeah, you like, ha- like you know, there's nothing right. there, but it's you like have a, to check. Right, it's like um, a compulsion, and like it's, ugh. yeah, yeah. I did not um, like. So this yeah, scene. He, he sits in the car and he's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then he sits there, and you get like these quick flashes of, like you said, specific spots, and like, right. um, I think the first one is the rug. He's in this this flashback. He turns up the rug, and there's a big blood puddle that he missed. Right. And he puts it down. And then it's Verge and Jack talking voiceover. And there's this really weird thing that they do in this movie. And I don't like it. It's it's Jack in front of his van in front of an alleyway. And it's him holding signs with stuff that they're talking about. Okay. This is the artsy bullshit that I don't like. This Okay. This is a homage to oh. um, a Bob Dylan music. Well, I guess it was a music video, maybe back then um yeah okay okay it's still dumb it's still (laughs) i don't like it either um but yeah there was a bob dylan song 
I don't remember what song it is, but it's very fast paced in in the way he talks. It's like mm. a rambling kind of thing, and he's just flicking off cards very fast. Gotcha. In, in the okay. video, so yeah. So okay. That's what that that is. makes a little more sense. They don't yeah. say that. They no, don't reference no. that at all. Yeah. Um, but okay, that makes a little more sense. Um, and then uh, yeah, so he, the first sign he has is a sign that just says OCD, and he's just flinging it. And he's looking into the camera, and it's 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 I yeah I, I don't like it. Um, and then it's um, Verge. There's a line. He's like a murderer with OCD. Like that's ridiculous. Um, and yeah, we get a shot of the rug and the blood. And he goes out. He goes in. The, he gets out of the car. Goes in the house. Checks the rug. He's like, okay, cool. And then he comes back to the car. He checks all these other spots. And then he goes back in the car, and he's like, oh shit. Under and we see a flashback under the lamp. There's a blood spot. He's like, fuck. He goes back inside, and he does this three or four times. And um, if it wasn't for the fact that he just murdered someone, I would feel really bad for him. But, um, yeah. you know, fuck this guy. So he gets in his car, and he, every time he just wants to go, but every time he gets this flash of this right. thought, this compulsion of, I missed a spot, I missed this piece of blood, um, even though it's physically impossible that blood got behind the picture frame. Right. When, you know, but he has to go check. Yeah, and he uh, checks, and there's nothing there, but he still cleans that area, yeah. even though there's nothing there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then kind of toward the end, as he's trying to go again, you see he sees a cop at the end of the street. And um, what's you know, he starts to hear sirens, right. and he's like, oh, shit, I got to go. And then he goes inside again yeah. and checks something else. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit. This is, this is, like, it was really long and drawn out, but I actually yeah. really like this scene because it's like yeah. – this is like a serious, serious issue that this guy has. Um, I mean, the police are coming. He has a dead body in his van. <laughs> I know he wants to get caught, but like, Jesus, you got to get out of there. Um, and finally, he gets to a point where the, the cop is just on the street, like right there. He can see the lights coming. Um, so he gets out of the van and opens the back and drags her body just out of view i guess of like in these little trees area yeah it doesn't really um, show you where he it, it, he couldn't have taken the body very far no like, it's from literally the, just in the bushes like next yeah. to her house just so you can't yeah. see it from without you know looking behind this tree right um and then the cop comes over and shines the light in the in on him and is like what are you doing here and Basically, he, again, tries to improv his way out of it, and he's just not good at it, and he's so awkward and weird and He basically tells them, like, he's an insurance dude, and, Mm -hmm. right? Like, the same story, but, like... And he wants to talk to her, and he was waiting (laughs) for her, and he... uh, Claire, her name is, um, and uh, and he, he went to the door, and she went to go get something... And then she never came back, and she, he's like, oh, by the way, I heard a struggle, and it's just very weird. Um, and the cop is like, okay, I'm going to go inside, and he goes inside, and he checks another spot to make sure that it's clean. Um, and then he's, like, demanding that to the cop that you really need to check this room. Like, you need to investigate every spot in this room because I heard a struggle. So something happened to her. She's missing or whatever. And the cop's basically like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Get out of here. Like, who are you? Um, and the cop also sucks because this guy's clearly out of his mind. <laughs> right. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, put him in the squad car for a couple hours and, right. and, and, you know, interview him. But he doesn't do that. 
So uh, Jack <laughs> leaves the house and goes into the bushes and ties a rope to the feet of uh, this woman <laughs> and then ties it to the back of his van and waits for the cop. He sees the cop looking out the window and he waits till he walks away. And then um, Jack drives away and leaves this bloody streak for miles and miles and miles leading straight. It's literally a straight line from the crime scene to his, his freezer. Yeah. Um, and this is when fame starts playing. No oh, right, yeah. And I think this is the first instance of it playing. Um, and this is where Verge is like, why, like, what is the, what are you doing? Like, why did you do that, you know? And this is where they talk about luck, and he, Jack gets out of the car and sees the blood trail, and he's not shocked or sad or anything. And then rain starts to fall, and he looks up and he's just like, holy shit. And you see, um, you see it washing away on various places down um, the road to kill yeah. where he killed this woman. It washes all the blood away. And um, he talks about how, you know, he's not a man of faith, but like, I mean, come on, <laughs> like what are the odds of this happening? <laughs> yeah. So that was a cool, that was an interesting conversation. Um, then you see what caused this bloody streak when he oh. unwraps the body Jesus yeah. he, Christ. He takes her into the freezer and he flips her over and opens up the plastic and half of her face is oh, shredded God. off from just dragging on the concrete for miles. And it looks, it. I mean, it looks real. Like it yeah. just looks like a real fucked up human. Oh. Um, and it, it's insane. The, the practical effects, the blood effects, the gore effects are yeah. crazy and so good. There are scenes later on when you see the bodies in his refrigerator or whatever. Just, yeah. uh, and it's so disturbing. There's yeah. one that I probably will have nightmares over because it <laughs> fucks me the up. the kid? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we cut to, uh, he's talking to Verge again about how he goes to try to fake... Uh, empathy and fake emotions because he doesn't have them. So you see him putting up um, like cutouts from a magazine of people smiling and crying and getting angry and he's in the mirror practicing these emotions and it's mm -hmm. fucking scary. Yeah. Um, it's really scary and he's not good at it and he no. tries to smile and he's just he doesn't have it in him. Um, and uh, it's he tried, the one he tries to do shock I think and he just opens his mouth and it, and he's like looking at himself and looking at the picture and it's like, holy shit, this is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, we kind of get a flashback of him talking about being a kid and playing hide and seek and this is where we get the... Yeah, more about the rain and... Oh yeah, he, he's talking about how there was the men in his village who mm. would um, uh, mow or cut down the meadows with their scythes. That's a dog. That's yeah, a dog. Um, not part of the movie. No. Did he, did he kill any dogs in this movie? No, he didn't, right? No, he does cut off a duck's foot. Yeah, we're, gonna, was we're about to get to that. Disturbing. Um, yeah, so this is a flashback of him sitting like at a little lake, and he's watching the men cut down the scythes, or cut using scythes to cut down scythe. Is that how you say it? Scythe. Scythe. Yeah, scythe. Yeah. Scythe. And they're just like in a row of like four or five people, and they're just kind of mowing down this um, grass. Uh, it does look very relaxing to watch. I will say. Yes. Um, this also I don't comes get the back. significance of it. It uh, comes back later. Later. 
Okay. Yes. When he's in a different place. Y- yes. Um, and then he turned, this is now a kid. Now, how old is he here, you would say? Like six or seven or eight? Yeah, around there. In that range? Yeah. Um, and a little, a little duckling kind of swims up to him, and he picks it up, and it's really cute. Or, no, he, he catches it with a net and then picks it up. And then um, he takes out some shears from his, his overall pocket and clips off one of the duckling's legs. Yes. And, and uh, you see the duck try to swim struggle. and swims yeah. in circles. He, he puts the duck in the water <laughs> and the duck is not having a good time. And he has really no reaction to it at all as a kid. Now, people complained about this. I was reading about this. They complained that how could you do that to a duck now it doesn't it didn't really do that to a duck PETA actually complimented this movie for showing how serial killers torment animals <laughs> wow and, really yeah, yes so I oh god way to go PETA <laughs> that's shocking I didn't know that uh, I mean, I assume they didn't actually do it. It looks real, but like it does. The look duck real, didn't but... react at all. So like, right? I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of obvious. But um, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> um, and then we're back at the freezer, and he's just staring at this door that he cannot get open, and yeah. um, he's just not happy about it. He's always trying to get this door open. He's kicking it, and he just can't do it. Um, he starts kind of moving the. Uh, he starts kicking the. Um, pizza boxes around and it's just he's he's having a bad time so then we cut over to a thing i don't really understand um he goes over it's him kissing a woman uh and then he starts to choke her and he's talking to verge about how he's perfected the art of choking people right which is a really fucked up thing to even say <laughs> but this woman is not part of the incidents right right yeah it doesn't have like an incident three right so this is just him talking about i i I didn't really get why she was uh being talked about here anyways um so this is oh god so there's this wide shot of the this apartment complex where she lives and you Mm -hmm. see him take her out of the front door and drag her across her floor and then the floor below and drag her across now he's passing in front of open windows and there's doorways you can see people in the doors and he just does not care yeah because he just he he, he just can't get caught even if he's trying and he's talking about how the more he killed people the less um strong his ocd was um right it was like healing his ocd yeah so he brings this woman um into the freezer and we see other bodies now in the freezer of not of right. people we haven't seen killed yet. So yeah. um, this is how we know time is jumping around. He's just filling up this freezer with, with dead bodies. Um, now you then, would think uh, if he didn't want to get caught, why does he put the bars on the door? Uh, Cause I think like, uh, I think it has to do with the door, which we'll get into later. Okay. I think he, he, I think he wants to get caught, but he doesn't want to just, like, I mean, if he really wanted to get caught, he could just take a body into the police station and throw sure. it on the floor. Right. So he, yeah. I think he wants to get caught, but he doesn't want it to be too easy, you know? Gotcha. Um, he wants to be stopped, not necessarily caught. Um, yeah, so he takes pic- He goes and develops these pictures of this woman that he just killed, 
and he said that he didn't like them. So what does he do? He takes the body back to the apartment, back to the crime scene. <laughs> and um, as he's driving there, he's seeing a woman, like an older woman, walking along this road at night. And he, uh, he, he passes her going the other direction. Mm-hmm. He does a U-turn in the middle of the street and runs her over <laughs> for no reason. Um, but what I do like is before that, after he sees her, he keeps driving and then he gets so angry and he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, and I, I, I like that because it's like he knows that he has to kill her. He has and to. He, yeah, can't, yeah. he can't stop himself. Um, that is I do find that really interesting. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to, but he's like, well, I have I had the thought. Now I have to go do it. Right. So he runs her over and then puts her in the um, in the, the van, van right? with the yeah. other the other dead woman. And then he takes both of them back to the apartment. And we see um, uh, we see him walking up. We got a lot of shots here of uh, lambs and lions and lambs and tigers and how the lamb is the thing and the fucking devil or it's yeah. like all this it's weird bullshit. I, I this is the stuff I hate. In the trailer, they yeah. showed this, and I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah. literally like, you know, the lambs are the victims and the tiger is this. Right. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck off, you know? Yeah, you don't need to show that. <laughs> Stupid. And then you um, he, you see a shot of him t- carrying these two bodies up in the at to this woman's room, and this there's even more people now. Like there's people looking out their window, and they just don't. He's just invisible to them basically. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to take them back to stage to take better photos, and he stages these two bodies. And because one now is frozen, uh, solid, he right. can do funny poses with them. <laughs> Uh, he can like he does these really <laughs> weird poses where like she's laying on her back but her arms are sticking straight up because she's frozen and has rigor mortis and it's just like right. Christ man terrifying then this is where he comes up with his serial killer name Mr. Sophistication yeah. he signs right. he prints the photographs uh, or develops them and then uh, signs them Mr. Sophistication Mm-hmm. And, and then he mails them to newspapers. Newspaper, right. Yeah. Terrible name. Terrible yeah. name for a serial killer. Yeah. And this is also um, where we get the... The um, the light. Part, yeah, the part where he talks about the, the negative of the the photo and the light being the dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And lots of, like, quick flashes of him looking as a kid, looking at a light and flashing back and forth and... There's really no subtlety in this. This when they when they want to get into it, there's no subtlety. It's just all. I mean, it's literally dark light, inverted light. It's darkness and lambs and tigers, and it's yeah. like, ugh, you know, surface just, stuff. Just <laughs> do it better. Be yeah. a better writer, Lars von Trier. Stop being weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so then he, we cut back to him building his house, and he's building it out of concrete, and he doesn't like it. Um, and then this part I do like, there's this, um, animation sequence where he's talking Mm. to Verge about his, um, I guess his need to kill and why, why he has this need. And he describes it as a man walking under street lamps and how, if you're looking above, you see, um, when the shadow is right underneath him, um, that's when he feels the most happy. But right. as he's walking forward, you see a shadow in front of him, and that is his um, the happiness wearing off. 
and the shadow behind him, because he's going to the next light, grows and grows and grows to a point where um, he can't take it anymore, and that's when he's like in the most pain, and he has to kill. And when right. he kills is when he gets under the light. And it's just this cycle that's going. And I really do like, I think it's a cool way to describe it. Yeah. Um, the art of it is, is really interesting, too. I, I, I think it's chalk on a chalkboard yeah. that's really cool. anim- animated, so like it has to be erased... And yeah. so you, you sort of get a, an, like an older image right before, you know, like as the drawing is moving. Have you ever seen like the animated graffiti that people do? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Where they time lapse it. So like, mm-hmm. it it's very similar to that. I, I, but, but I believe this is on a chalkboard. Um, yeah. It looks really cool. Really, um, cool. And yeah, you can see like where they erase it and you can mm-hmm. see like, the erase marks kind of follow them because he's erasing the whole thing. It's really right. well done. Um, and then we are now in Incident 3. And this is mm. probably the worst one, I would say. Um, this is the family? Yeah. Yeah. So at, at one point, Verge mentions, like, you've never had a family. You're alone, whatever. And he's like, well, that's not totally true. And then he goes into Incident right. 3. So Incident 3 is um, uh, it's Jack, and he has a beard now. So I think this is a little earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. And he tells all of the uh, – he's with this uh, woman and her two young kids. And he makes them all w- wear red hats because they're out in this, like, hunting grounds. And he's going to show them um, how to hunt and how to use a gun and all that stuff. Now, uh, there is a, a a Trump angle to all of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I thought that just because it's a red hat and, right. um, you know, red hats are now – Yes, the MAGA hats. So there is a whole article on how this movie is all about Trump and and, oh, and all really? that stuff. Um, wow. I don't want to go into it, but if you're interested, just Google <laughs> the house that Jack built and Trump, and you'll get all this. It's not confirmed or anything. It's just you know the way hmm. that he treats women and all that shit. Hmm. Um, so there's that if you want to go into it. So there's like this overlooking uh, tower that made out of wood where. Um, uh, he's going to go and show the boys how to basically uh, – he shows them the gun, and he's going to go up there and show them how to shoot. And One he's going kid... into this oh, – I'm sorry. You go. No, no. Go ahead. One kid seems interested. The other one is uh, clinging to his mom and doesn't really want to yeah. be a part of this. The, uh, there's an older one and a younger one. The younger one is like, I don't want to be involved with this. Or maybe right. it's the opposite. The older one doesn't want to be involved. The younger one's like, yeah, yeah I want to do it. Um, and, uh, Jack goes into this whole thing about hunting and how, you know, a rifle is for larger animals when you're far away and you're stalking them. And then a shotgun is for like buckshot. And it's when something is charging at you or when you need to get a wide burst of, of bullets or whatever. They talk about how, um, back in the day there'd be huge hunting parties and, um, the men would go out and hunt and then come back and show off all of their kills and lay mm-hmm. them out in this big way and take pictures. And like, it was a whole event and, um, how he doesn't, he talks about how he doesn't like that and he doesn't understand that. And, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Get into <laughs> it. So he talks about calling also, which mm-hmm. is like, I guess choosing who lives and or, or what lives and what dies in, in right. your, your territory and he's like we could go kill all those birds and then we get rid of the birds and we're calling the birds um and he just talks about that a little bit 
Um, and then they, he takes the little boy up into the tower. And, or no, first he shows him the target. Um, he has like these wooden targets set up all over the place. And oh, I do want to mention we mentioned we forgot it in the very beginning. He talks about how he's independently wealthy. So that's how he can afford to do all right. this and not have to work and build his own home. I think he got like an inheritance or he somehow came into a large sum of money hmm. and that kind of sets up how he's able to do everything. So right. I forgot to mention that. Um, and yeah, and he shows the target and he's basically like, this is where you want to hit. And you know, this is this area and this is this type of meat and blah, blah, blah. Has the kid pulled the trigger? He aims at this target. Um, this yeah, whole he, this whole thing, I all I kept thinking of through, through this scene is like, this is going to be extremely fucked up. Yeah, and agreed. But they draw it out so long until the super fucked up thing happens. Yeah, yeah, it's and he's talking about creepy. how when you're hunting deer, there's usually they're in packs or they're the mother is in front and then there's right. the the whatever's the second biggest is behind her and then the smallest is behind him. And you don't want to take out the mother first because if you take out the mother first, the other two deer will just die on their own because they can't survive. If you do it from the back up, you can shoot the, the, the littlest one first, and then right. the other two will survive. You can shoot the second one, and the mother will survive, and then you can kill the mother later. But if you kill right. number three first, the two won't survive. Right. So once you hear that, you're like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker, no way. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then it... It, it's so drawn out and long, and then it just smash cuts right into the middle of right. hunting them. Um, and I think that's so fucking cool and so well done. Yeah. And it, you don't see how this started. It's just him doing it. So they're hiding right. behind, like, a big tree trunk, and you see him in the tower, and he's just trying to hunt them. And he's, like, trying to snipe them with, with this rifle. Um, yeah. And uh, he, he can't really hit them, and they're... Uh, they're hiding behind some. Uh, there's big barricades all over the place. Like it's a course that he's clearly set up. Um, and uh, Georgie, I think, is the younger kid, the youngest kid, and he starts to run away because he's scared. And Jack shoots him in the leg and uh, blows his leg off, or almost yeah. off. It's like yeah. it's like half shot off. Um, and then the mother screams and runs over to him. And she's just absolutely screaming. And then you see the, the second oldest kid pop up from behind this, like, this barricade. And he's, like, just in shock. And then you see the crosshairs go on his head. You hear another shot that his, he's gone. And then you see the mother, like, freaking out again. And then it cuts to these long, slow shots of food. And yeah. um, they're at a picnic. Mm-hmm. And it's Jack <laughs> sitting with the mother and... The first thing he says is George doesn't seem to have much of an appetite. And they're all sitting there, and the two dead kids are sitting up with them. And he basically says, you should feed Georgie um, because he's hungry, and he wants her to feed him pie. So the mother is just (sighs) totally fucking out of it. She's just crying, and she has this thousand-yard stare, and um, she, she takes a piece of pie and like kind of shoves it in the the dead kid's mouth um and jesus christ it's 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 rough this is a rough one um and they have this whole conversation back and forth and it's it's you know basically whatever oh he asks her what's your favorite number and she and she says what was the number is it 12 
12. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts to climb up the ladder again and he's like one, two, and he starts to count to 12 and she, um, she gets it, but she's, she's not really trying to survive. She's just kind of wandering around this field and he gets to 12 and he shoots her, um, and she falls to the ground. And then he walks over and he sees that her body is not there and there's blood and he starts to track her like a hunter. And he's like whistling and, and making noises, and um, it's he's just fucking. It's so scary and, and yeah. horrifying. And she has crawled into like this little ditch, and um, she's like trying to hide, but she he can see the red hat sticking out of the of the ground, and that's what he sees. Um, and he just kind of walks up to her and just shoots her in the back with this rifle. And then it cuts to him. Uh, with a dead bird in his hand and he flings it on the ground then there's this great like crane shot of it like zooms out it's i don't know 50 dead birds two rows of these birds crows uh surrounded by like um leaves tree branches and then the three uh dead bodies the little yeah. in the, the little the little mil- yeah, yeah yeah in the same order that the deer was um Which and it lingers on the shot for a long time and yeah and that is the the trophy displaying of right yeah the hunters fucked um, up <laughs> yeah so insane um it, it like it's insane but it's so well done like yeah, yeah. this looks horrifying and oh my god it's so scary yeah um and uh, at this point, Verge starts to almost get upset with him. Like, he's like, dude, you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's just, yeah. So then we see, um, because he has this OCD, um, he used cinder blocks to build his house. The, he had, like, the first couple walls are, are up. And he's like, you know what? This is not the right material. It's not the divine material. And you see, like, a, um, a tractor come and just knock it all down. And he needs to uh, restart. Mm-hmm. He's got to get it perfect. Um, and, uh, then he sees some newspaper printings of Mr. Sophistication and all these crime scenes and he's putting them up on the wall and he's talking about how he's rebuilding the house and he's using wood and, uh, there's this cool shot of him, you know, like just slowly building it and getting it up. And then, um, what's after this? Oh, right. So now we're back at the, uh, Okay. <coughs> We're back at the freezer, and he's next to George, the dead body of the kid. And he's talking about taxidermy and how, you know, (laughs) you can make animals look alive by putting wires and stuff and making them look happy. But Georgie looks sad. And he said (laughs) that if he uses rigor mortis and before the corpses freeze in the freezer, he can position people in any way they want. So he, using sticks and wires and tape, he makes this little boy, um, like have his hands up and like, he's, you know, sitting up and he cuts his mouth open and, uh, almost like a joker cut, like Mm -hmm. the smile, like it's, it's that, and to, to make it look like he's smiling. Um, and you see this shot of this dead boy and his eyes are all like fucking, it's just, it's bloody and gross. Yeah. It and is. So he has rigor mortis, and now he's freezing in this horrifying position, and um, and then he waves 
Jack waves at the little boy and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> All right, now we're at the fourth incident. Um, and this one is just, is bizarre. So mm-hmm. um, he talks about how he uses a crutch uh, to make people think like less of him, that it, make him look harmless. Right, like sympathy um, he, towards him. Yeah, sympathy. And he pulls up in front of this building and he parks in this illegal parking zone in front of a cop who uh, immediately gives him a ticket and um, he walks up to this room um, and uh, there's this woman up there and she I don't I don't get this relationship at all um, yeah yeah I don't either um, I don't get if they're friends or if they're like if they're if they're like in a they're I think, dating. I, I think I don't they're know. a couple, and you know she's he's just she's the a, shit out of her. Yeah, and she's upset about something. Uh, just about, I'm guessing that he's weird or distant <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, and she says, like, I can't talk to you right now. He goes inside a hamper and pulls out two red telephones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he puts one next to her and then brings the other one into the other room and they talk to each other, talk to each other through the phones. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking Um, weird. And that's how they, that's how they like communicate. Yeah. Um, And And she's like, are you going to leave me? And he's like, I'm not going to leave you. You know, I'm right here. And that makes her laugh. And they just, you know, it, um, it, Makes her feel better, I guess. Right. Um, it's also and, this uh, this like um, weird dynamic that happens. Like he'll be very sweet, and then he'll insult her, and yeah. then he'll be very sweet, and then he insults her, and then she's trying to figure out what's going on. Um, he also calls her simple. She doesn't. She says, "You know my name. That's not my name." And Jacqueline. Jacqueline is is her real name, but he just keeps referring to her as Simple. Because he says that she's stupid, Um, so your name is Simple. Um, (laughs) And it's like, so now we're getting into, like, psychological and mental abuse before we get into the physical abuse. Yeah. Um, And and this is the part I was talking about earlier where he, he talks about killing stupid women, and he's like... Is he killing stupid women, or does he just think all women all are stupid? Women are stupid. That's why, yeah. he, you know, like yeah. um, he has this fucking horrifying view on women, and um, that they're just these stupid things, and he and m- mainly only mostly kills women. Right. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So then he he starts insulting her some more, and um, he basically is like, "Okay, take off your shirt, give me a, a sharpie." Right. So and she he... takes off her. Sh- yeah, he draws, um, uh, what is it? Like, like incision marks. Yeah, like how like a plastic surgeon would, would draw. So it's like dotted lines around her breasts. And yeah. then he doesn't do any, like he, that's all he does. And she pulls up her shirt and she says, you're fucking strange or something like that. Or you're, yeah. Uh, and then she walks off. Right. And then, yeah. She's like, you're weird, uh, and she, she runs out of the house, leaves her keys in the door, um, which I guess you can lock the keys, you can lock the door from the inside. This must be in Europe or something, because you can't do yeah. it here. Um, so she, she goes down to the cop, and she's like, hey, 
there's a guy in my apartment. He's my friend. He's fucking weird. He said that he killed 60 people, and right. I need help. Yeah. And the cop is like, have you been drinking? Right. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, he uh, says he's he's killed sixty people, and then she goes, she she doesn't believe him. Then he then he says sixty one, right? Uh, the, meaning the, that he's gonna kill her, right? She's the sixty first. The yeah. part I love about this is he Jack comes outside and he's basically like everything this woman said is true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> and he basically is like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a serial killer. I've killed sixty people, and. Um, and he he just starts screaming at like, sixty people, sixty people. I'm a serial killer, and help me, help me. And you know I need help. And um, he's like, I've been abusing her. I'm a horrible person. And the cop is like, all right. She goes. To, she she. The cop goes to the woman. And is like, you need to get your friend under control and stop drinking. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so he she kind of goes over and he's crying now and she comforts him and they go back upstairs. And um, she's talking about how she wants to go get some pills. And uh, she picks up the phone to call her friend. And she notices that the line has been cut. And she's like, oh, shit. And he's on the couch sleeping right behind her. So she very quietly tries to get up to go to the door and leave. And the door is locked. And she turns around. And he's standing there. And he's like, you know, he kind of jingles the keys. And he's like, I I have your keys. Where are you going? Um, And then he again flips on back to piece of shit mode and he's like where are you going um you know she's like i'm gonna go get pills and he's like no you're not and this is where she says you're mr S- are you're mr sophistication right mm-hmm. and um oh no this is the screaming part i think she says that and then she screams and he's like do if you if you want to scream i think right. you should um which is again <laughs> an awesome line just horrifying and he starts screaming with her like help 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 me there's a killer right. in here um, and then she goes to the window and screams. He's like, it's Mr. Sophistication. Help me. She goes, she, he takes her to the window and is like, try out the window, try out the window. And she screams and it doesn't work. Um, and you see people and they're basically, everyone's ignoring her. And, um, he's like, do, do you hear that? Like not a single light has gone on. No one's coming to help you. Um, no one gives a shit, you know? Um, and it's just so sad. Yeah. Um, and then he takes the cord from the phone that they were talking on the red cord and yes. um he ties her up, right? And then he oh yeah, he he goes to the kitchen and he takes these three knives and he's like, "Okay, I want you to pick a knife. Just nod which one you pick." So he shows her the first one and then he using his hand shakes her right. no. He does that for two of them, and then last one he says, okay, this is the one he makes her say yes. Um, and then he takes her shirt down again, where you see this, the the incision lines on her breasts, and um, it it cuts after that, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Uh, did you know that the woman playing um, Jacqueline is Riley the... Uh, yes, is... I think she's the granddaughter of Elvis Presley. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah, interesting. That. That was cool. um, yeah, fucked up. This is super yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Uh, you don't see her. You don't see him do anything. Um, oh wait. Did, oh yeah. You know. You you. He starts to cut her, but you don't see it as you see her screaming. Right. Um, and then you cut. We cut back to down outside on the street, and he walks down the street and he sees this cop. 
uh, like, you know, talking to these two people. And he lifts up the cop's windshield wiper and places one of her breasts on it yeah. and walks away. What the hell? <laughs> um, fucking Christ almighty. And don't worry, you'll find out where the other, the other oh, one is. Oh, <laughs> do you? Yeah, you God. do. Um, so uh, now we're back in the... Um, uh, Fame is playing for the 17th time. And we're back in the uh, freezer, and we're doing, like, this spinning motion. And you can see now that this place is filling up with bodies. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about the smell and, you know, all that. Um, let's see. Where are we after this? Are we at five yet? Uh, lots of... Oh, he talks about wine and the different methods of the creating wine... Rocks. Yeah, there's rod and all this stuff, and it's Freezing more of the wine. same, more of the same fucking artsy bullshit. But whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, he also talks about like they're all German methods of making wine, I believe. And then yeah. the last one is the is stuff. rotting. Uh, you you almost let it it grows a fungus while it is on the branch or whatever the grapevine or or whatever yeah and yeah and they all have it it's the decay of the grape that actually makes the wine sweeter so it's like this juxtaposition of decomposing but it's also a sweetness to it much like him right like a serial killer you know (laughs) like a negative image dark light Tigers and fucking lambs. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Cut all that out. Be better movie. Um, now he's going into this idea of icons and iconic things. And right. he goes through uh, the, I forget the name of the plane, but one of the planes that the Nazis used and, and mm. buildings. And he, he he's going in through all this Nazi stuff and um, how these things are icons. And he doesn't really say it's good or bad. It's just these things are iconic. Right. Um, like okay, yeah. all right, guy. Um, and then, <laughs> oh, there's this. Um, uh, Verge talks about this tree that was in the middle of a concentration camp, mm. and yes. um, like this tree witnessed, you know, all of these horrors and is still standing, and um, you know, all that stuff. Now, here's the part I fucking can't stand about this movie. Mm. Talking about art and heaven and hell and icons. And this is in the icon section, mm-hmm. and they're showing clips of other movies, and they're mm-hmm. all Lars von Trier's movies. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, fuck you! You are your movies are not iconic. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I get you can't have the rights to fucking Godfather, but like, don't show your mm-hmm. own clips of your own movies. Like, uh, come see, on, man. I didn't notice that. That's funny. Oh, God, it's horrible. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> Yeah, now we're in. Um, now we're in Instant Five, or we're about to be. Um, so now we're with. Uh, we meet Al, who's played by Jeremy Davies, who I love. This guy's. Um, he was in Lost. He's been yes. in a ton of stuff. Um, he was in the latest God of War game. He's awesome. I love him. And he's at a hunting, like a hunting store, like a gun and gun and ammo shop, and he's buying a box of bullets, um, full metal jackets. Is mm-hmm. specifically what he wants. And um, as he pays, 
Um, <laughs> he takes out his wallet, and the wallet is um, Jacqueline's other breasts. Right. And oh, he turned gross. it into a wallet. What the fuck? Ah, uh, boy. Um, all right, so now we're in the fifth incident, and we're back at his... Um, you can see him welding something, and he goes to the back of his van, and there's a guy... Alive. Opens, alive, very much alive. Yes. Um, and it's a guy, which we haven't seen before. Right. So he he's like, okay, uh, I'm going to shoot you if you don't do what I say. So he unchains him, rechains him, and he says, okay, follow me. And he goes inside the locker, and there are like four or five other guys... Um, so let me let me. This is the setup of the room. There's four or five guys. All their heads are in a straight line, one on each side of like this metal rod thingy, mm-hmm. and their heads are all lined up in a perfect line. There's a piece of tape going down from their heads across the floor to this tripod. On the top of the tripod is the hunting rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, what he says is like um, he goes back into the Nazi shit of like. They were trying when to save bullets or something. Yeah, when right? they were when they were first trying to, to to execute people, like they didn't have they were wasting ammunition, so they would line up people in a row and use a rifle and kill them all in one fail swoop. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants to try it, and he's just going <laughs> to experiment and see if he can do it. Um, so he needs a full metal jacket because the other bullets won't work. Um, and right. he pulls out the right the bullet, and the, the new guy who just got in is like, "Hey, that's not that's the wrong type of ammunition. I'm in the military." He's just wearing like a military uniform, um, like an officer's uniform, and he's like, "That's not a full metal jacket. That's not going to work." And Jack is, he looks down at it, and he's like, "Fuck, you're right. Um, the whole box is mislabeled." So he puts like a space blanket on them. You know, nice guy, nice thing to do. <laughs> and then it's drives cold back in that to, freezer. It's very cold. It's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drives back to Al's, and um, they have another interaction where he shows him the box, and he's like, what does this say? And he's like, you know, this is supposed to be Full Metal Jacket. And he shows him the bullets, and he's like, it's not. And he's very upset, and he's very angry. And Al, at this point, is like, he knows that this guy's a fucking crazy person, and he asks for a receipt. And he's like, he's like, Al, I've been shopping here for years. Like, what the fuck? I could go anywhere. Um, and uh, Al's very, very anxious about this. I, I didn't understand this part. Did you? Me neither. No. Okay. Okay. Cause I thought I missed something. I thought I uh, didn't. No, it doesn't make sense. I don't get right. why he, he. They clearly know each other, so right. he has been shopping there for years. I, I believe that. Why didn't he want to give him a full metal jacket bullets? Because he does he know he's going to do something with them? Um, right. It, but he. he so yeah. these other bullets so like right later on when we get to the next person that he interacts with uh there's something about a robbery that is talked about so i don't know if al was in new i don't i don't it's this scene made yeah. no sense to me it didn't i don't understand why you would do anything to fuck yeah. with this guy um eventually he goes and just steals one bullet he he grabs a box and takes one full metal jacket because that's all he needs is one right right and then he leaves and you see that al uh grabs the phone um assuming to call the police and uh, this is uh, also a very confusing section of the movie where he um like he like falls he crashes into like a ditch or something or in a tree like as he's escaping and he walks back down the road to this trailer wait does he give him the bullet 
I don't think he does give him the bullet. You sure? Oh, maybe he doesn't. Let me go back. I think he refuses to sell him the bullet. He. Oh, that's right. He gets it from Sonny yeah, later. This okay. guy. Yeah. The, yeah. The... All right. Take that back. He doesn't get the bullet. Yeah. Um. So he goes to uh, Sonny's. Is this Sonny? Right. This is some this. dude in a trailer. Uh, on the side of the road. He. Yeah. He... So he walks in, and I'm thinking, oh, he's just gonna kill these people or rob them or do whatever mm-hmm. he needs. But they know each other. Right. Um. And at, they don't really explain how they know each other in a way, right? Like, um, Sonny draws a gun on him and is like, hey, then police are investigating a robbery and I know it was you. Um, I'm going to turn you in because, you know, this is fucked up and uh, you're going to jail. And um, Jack is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, give me your gun or whatever. And he sits him down and he calls, uh, Sonny calls the police and says that I have this guy. Sonny is also wearing a, a red robe. Yeah. Is Sonny played by the director? No. Okay. I'm just looking at his IMDb. He's played by Jack McKenzie, who was in Empire Strikes Back. So that's pretty cool. What? Who is he in Empire Strikes Back? He was in the snow in Hoth. Just a random dude, I think. Wow. But that's his IMDb image. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, Yeah, so then Sonny and him, they have this conversation about, like, you know, you're my best friend. And, you know, I, I think they're, like... They used to go hunting together because he talks about how you killed he killed a deer on his property right. or his yeah. territory. I thought that he this guy was also a serial killer, and they were talking about people, but I don't think they were. Um, hmm. And you see, Matt Dillon has a knife under the table. He's like, you know, getting it ready. Um, and Jack is like, I I need help. I, I need someone to help me to stop stealing. Um, so Sonny doesn't know what's really going on. Um, Sonny's not the blacksmith from earlier, is he? I'm trying to remember, like, if there, if he's in this, like, before this. Oh, shit. That, you might be right. You're right. It is Sonny. Sonny is the guy of the repair shop. Um, Sonny is the guy who fixed the jack. Yeah. But not this jack. No. This jack he can't no fix. One, no, no one, one can, can fix, fix this jack. jack. <laughs> Not even God himself. <laughs> One forty-three. Um, yeah. So okay, that makes sense. Now we know who Sonny is, um, or that this is Sonny. So Sonny, they're reminiscing about their friendship, and uh, Sonny's like, "Hey, you want a drink?" And Sonny puts the gun down. Jack takes the drink, stands up, and stabs Sonny in the throat. Mm. Shakes his hand, so he grabs his hand and then stabs him in the throat, and it's very violent. And then he goes into Sonny's, like, uh, a yeah. little closet it, area. It looked at like it was in the bathroom at first. I thought he kept all his bullets in the bathroom. <laughs> it does, it does. Um, and he finds a box of Full Metal Jacket and just takes one bullet. Um, this is where he gets it. Because he only needs one. Right. Wouldn't you and take then, more than one, though? Yeah. But I think he, he thinks that it's going to work, and he thinks, like... I, I think a normal person... Well... Okay, if you're, you're going to kill seven people in a row, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not normal, but a normal if Nazi I was doing would. an experiment, I would grab the whole box. Because, like, right. what if you miss and, like, okay, you, you killed th- two people. Like, right. fuck, I got to go get two more people to reset, right. you know? Then you have to drive back to this guy's apartment. No. <laughs> um, all right, so then you hear sirens coming down. A cop pulls up. 
and he walks in with a gun, and you see Jack in the red robe with his hood up, and he's like, he sees the dead body, and the cop thinks that uh, Jack is Sonny. He's like, oh, good, you got him. And then Jack turns around with a gun and shoots him. Cop's dead. And then he's now he's wearing the robe, and he's going to be wearing the robe for the rest of the movie. Um, yeah. And uh, he takes the police car, sirens still blaring, <laughs> and he drives it up to his freezer and goes in the freezer and leaves the car outside with the sirens with the siren blaring. on. Yeah. And this is the thing. I think he. This is part of the wanting to get caught thing. Um, he goes back inside and he he puts the big metal beam in front of it. Now we get other, more shots of the room. There's just dozens and dozens and dozens of bodies in here. Yeah. Um, and he goes up to the the soldier guy. He's like, "Is this a full metal jacket?" And the soldier goes like, "Yep, you got it." I'm like, oh shit! So he there, goes into the, the yeah. There are quick little cuts uh, of just like. Like especially when he goes up near the gun that's placed on the tripod, that fucking creepy kid is still yeah. in the corner, posed mm-hmm. like that, and it's super horrifying, scary. Yeah, it's just like set, it's just the dressing and the setting of this room. It's like they don't really, yeah. really go. They don't show you like holy shit, look at this room now. It's just right. all the background, but mm-hmm. you notice like because you've been you've been watching this guy since Uma Thurman, which right. was the first body in there. And now it's filled with people. Yeah. Um, so he puts the bullet in, and he kneels down and starts to look through the scope, but it's too close. He can't focus it. Um, and he's like, damn it, this is not going to work. He, he's right in front of the door, and he's like, if I could get this door open, I would have the room I need. Police sirens, the, the siren, you can still hear it outside. So he's like, you know what? I'm getting in this goddamn room. And he uses a, like a, uh, what does he use, like a metal pipe? Yeah, it's like a pipe, and he puts it through the handle of the door and braces it and then pulls really hard until I guess it just snaps off yeah and is he's able to open the door the room yeah and it's yeah. pitch black in there looks to be totally empty he, he draws like a line with the tape to make sure he gets the same angle and he brings the tripod with the gun back and you see through the scope and you can see him actually get focus um, on yeah. the guy's head as he's doing this, you see another police car pull up, and um, he knows that he's pro- this is probably going to be the end, and he just wants to get this. He wants to take this shot. Um, and right as he's about, to, he says, perfect, right as he's about to pull the trigger, you hear a, a very low voice in the corner say, Jack. And he's like, what the fuck? And he turns the lights on, and it's an old man sitting in the corner, and it's actually Virch, the guy who he's been mm-hmm. talking to through the whole movie. And um, he says, you know, who are you? And he's like, I'm Verge. And he said, you didn't notice me, but I've been here the whole time. And we get flashbacks of different, all of these incidents. And you see Verge in the background behind stuff, poorly photoshopped, as always, because it has to be. And he's just always there. Um, And he's like, what, did you come to stop me? And Verge says, no, I didn't stop you from anything. Um, but he's like, what about the house? Like, you were talking about something about building a house, so what happened with that? Um, which is weird, because if this is the first time they're meeting, that conversation came later. So mm-hmm. now it's like, how does he know about the house before? It's um, a loop. Yeah, that's where I'm like, uh, I, I think that's cool. I don't think it's like a like a, um, a flub or anything, but interesting. Right. And he's like, um, 
he talks about how he kept he couldn't get the house perfect and he built it up to a point where I mean it looks pretty cool like they show the house has like three levels and um, but he wasn't able to finish it because he just he couldn't find the perfect material and mm-hmm. Verge is like well if you need the material you should find the right material wink wink nudge nudge right. and they kind of pan over and show all these bodies and then he, he's like you know what that's a great idea <laughs> so he starts to build a house out of all of these frozen corpses awesome and it's <laughs> horrifying but man does it look fucking cool <laughs> like it is so well done and he yeah. uses like hooks and wiring and he builds this little house um and it is fucking scary as shit yeah uh, this this reminds me a lot of hannibal the show when did you mm. ever watch that no i did not no it was a that had a lot of like artistic killings and displaying mm. of bodies and stuff and um this reminded me of that a lot hmm and this is where things got crazy. Um, so then Verge... <laughs> this, yeah. Not, not the, the other parts of this movie were crazy. No, this is where things get really weird. So Verge <laughs> goes in the house, and he's like, Jack, are you coming? As he passes in, he notices that uh, the police have started welding the door. And they're, they're cutting like a little cube, a little square. Yeah. And he goes kind in the house. Like, kind of like when Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan were trapped in episode one. Yes, and they used exactly their like lightsabers to open and the, the door. Was like melting and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they, I, I I can't confirm, but they could have been using lightsabers here. They could you just don't yeah. see it, and probably um, really tiny ones. Yeah, little tiny <laughs> knife sabers. <laughs> knife sabers. <laughs> um, so he go. Uh, Jack goes into the house, and there is a black hole in the ground that uh, Verge has jumped into. As he's looking at it, a cop sticks his gun through the hole that he cut and fires a shot off, and it hits one of the random bodies, and Jack jumps in. Um, sure. Right. So we'll get to what I think that is later, but for now, he's in this tunnel with water, and this is the um, this is the this all of the voiceover stuff that, we that we've been hearing before. before. Right. This is the tunnel that they're in. Mm-hmm. Basically, Verge is leading him down to hell, right? Yes. Um, yes. And he's guiding him to hell. There's this one shot of them in these weird bubbles that they're like sinking down and down, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Um, I, I, God, it's so stupid. I, I hate, I hate this. And then yeah. we go like, we go from these wide like fantasy shots of them in these bubbles, and then we get like GoPro footage. Of them yeah, in these in like caverns, a cave, and they're walking, yeah. and it looks cool. But like, the the video is really tiny, and you hear like the GoPro, like like that yeah. sound that's fucking terrible. Um, I don't know. It's just such a weird. It's just very weird. I don't. I don't. I like this idea of him leading down to hell, but it's just weird how they do it. Yeah. How they film it. Um, and they talk about. Um, they start to hear this buzzing sound, or, ver- or uh, Jack hears this buzzing. And Verge is, he's like, what is that sound? And Verge is like, you really don't want to know what that sound is. But he tells him anyways. And he's like, um, you know, scientists have been trying to uh, find the sound of hell that hell makes. And it's actually right. the buzzing is the cries of millions of people in pain um, of individuals together crying. And like, oh, that's that's scary. <laughs> Very disturbing. Um, and as they get to hell, um, you you hear 
you hear that sound and it's just this intense buzzing sound. Um, they're going through and um, lots of very slow-mo, artsy shots of, of like uh, hell where the walls are all made of people and there's just blood red rivers and like all your typical hell shots. Mm-hmm. And then we get um, the painting shot, <laughs> which is uh, Verge and Jack on what looks like a boat in the background there's like hills that are on fire and then this is this um, must be yeah. a famous painting right yeah and, i um, think so yeah i don't know the name of it but it's they're recreating like an like a renaissance era painting all these yeah. naked people are on the boat and they're trying to hang on and it's very weird it is and jack has this like still the red robe and he's yeah. very like vibrant kind of figure and very stands out a yeah, lot. I'm totally. sure that's a famous painting they're recreating, but um, I didn't we, bother to look it up. <laughs> yeah, at this point I'm like, God, you, this is too much, but whatever. Um, now we're we're back at like this little cabin where he's seeing the people mowing down the fields with the scythe, mm-hmm. and he's like, what's that? And Verge says, we don't have access here. Um, right. So is that heaven? It's the Elysian Fields. I don't know. I I think that's like a a step into heaven. Mm. I'm not sure. Toward Um, that direction. Right. But he can't go there. He can't go there. And you see uh, Jack stare at it and he cries. Yeah. Because he's a baddie. Yeah. And he loved that sound as a kid. Um, It's gone. No access. Yeah. So now we go down uh, to. Um, this broken bridge and um, right. across this bridge there is a, a staircase which leads up and below them is this giant lava waterfall type thing it's just right. it's just endless basically deeper level of hell um, yes. and Jack is like well what's that pointing to the staircase and Verge says that um, that leads up and out of hell um, and uh, this bridge has been broken since I've been here, which I was a really cool line. I thought like, mm. I, I like that, you know, I, I've always liked the, the layers of hell and like, there's right. um, different levels and different types of leadership. And like, I like that's stuff that's always been really fascinating. So I do like this um, and how he's like, for just leading him through and giving him a tour. Basically he's like, I'm not, right. this is not your level. I'm taking you a couple circles up of hell. Um, which is interesting. And he's like, mm. well, why can't I just go climb around this wall? There's like this rounded wall that surrounds these two bridges and it looks like it's climbable. And Verge is like, I, a lot of people have tried. No one has ever succeeded. So um, if you would like to try, then that's where you and our, our story will end and I'm going to go, but you're welcome right. to try. It's your decision. And, and Jack is like, you know what? Says, I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. And Verge goes, and, all right, peace, later. Yeah, he, he leaves, <laughs> and um, Jack starts to, to try it. I would take off the robe, if it were me, to just give yourself yes. some more mobility. Mm-hmm. But, you me know, too. whatever, he's got to look cool. So he starts uh, climbing up. He gets about halfway, and he goes to reach on the next little step, and it breaks, and he falls, and he falls into the deepest, dark, darkest pits of hell. And... Um, the photo of that shot, the final shot inverts and turns into a right. negative. Um, and then we cut to credits. 
The end. And it says Matt Dillon, Lars von Trier. Um, and the movie and the credits and sell, themselves are inverted, so it's a white background and black right. text. Um, and uh, yeah, and it, oh, hit the road, Jack <laughs> is playing in the credits, yes. right? which I thought was <laughs> funny. Um, so that's the house that Jack. <sighs> that is that movie. So yeah, I I liked it. I think. Um, so the the whole thing with Verge and all that is is uh, he's Virgil and it's basically going through the story of Dante's Inferno, right? Um, and all that, and because he's Virgil is the guy who leads uh, Dante into hell. Um, yeah, I guess I, I don't. I, I, I yeah. don't. I've never read it, but um, <sighs> yeah, there's some really good um, write ups and essays and and articles on the deeper meanings of all of this stuff. And um, mm-hmm. that made me like the movie a little bit more. Um, yeah. Just because I'm dumb and I'm not able to, to figure out these things on my own. Um, uh, no, nah, I did. I, I didn't either. I'm, but I'm also extremely like, uh, uh, slow when it comes to like picking up <laughs> on themes and things like yeah. that, as we know from other movies we watched. <laughs> so I I was actually sort of proud of myself to like figure out certain parts of this, but yeah. for the most part it was lost on me. Um and it was just and then also reading about the director slash writer, screenplay, yeah. whatever he did. It was like and then you tell me yeah. he's pretty much a Nazi, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think he, that after that, I think he said that like he's just a troll basically, and he is like, oh, I'm just saying that, and I'm not, I'm not like, but like, don't don't say you're a Nazi, like you know that was a couple years ago. Like yeah. you don't, I don't know. It's just it's... also like if you're German and yeah. <laughs> especially if you're German, <laughs> you don't say that. Yeah, saying you're a Nazi probably not a good idea. Then also making a movie. Uh, that has a lot of Nazi imagery in it. People Holocaust say that scenes, the, na- the, the Nazi imagery was like on purpose because of that whole because incident. Of that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, um, it's, I, I don't know. This guy <laughs> reminds me of, you know, Uwe Boll? Yeah. That director. Mm-hmm. He's, this is like the artistic version of Uwe Boll. <laughs> Uwe Boll is a director who makes exclusively video game movies. And his movies are utter trash. Yeah. Um, and this, and he's a German guy, and he's very outspoken, and he's very like "fuck you, I'm amazing" type of guy. And um, <laughs> they remind me of each other, except Lars von Trier, you know, makes decent movies, and you know, it's just right. they're different sides of the same coin, I guess. But um, <laughs> all in all, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Um, Probably not. But. You know the 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 special effects were cool. I do. I yeah. really like the 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 idea of a killer having OCD. I like the idea of him yes. um, having this like this. It's not even a need or an urge. It's like something is just telling him. Like he ha- like when he goes and he runs over that woman. He's like, "Fuck! I have to go do it." Right. That I find very interesting. That idea. Mm-hmm. But I've you know you know other people other movies have done it better. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so 
If you watched it, you can send us an email, controlaltdeathpodcast at gmail.com, 818-457-6887. Call, leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Uh, or tweet at us, at controlaltdeath, and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. So where do we want to rank this one? <sighs> um, I'm going to say the, the bottom half of the list. Yes, for but sure. Not, but not too low. No. I would say close to Golden Glove. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's 16-17 range. For me, it's between Terra Firma and this. I think it's above Golden Glove. Um, yeah. I liked it more. So at least 16. I am wondering if it's between this or Terra Firma. Um, God, two totally drastically different movies. <laughs> yeah. See, I'd but... watch Terra Firma again... But I can't really. I'd see. I feel bad because I'm like a huge trauma person. So yeah, I think you should take this. It does it go over Terra Firma or not? Ugh. I really don't want to watch either ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would rather if we go back to our old good bad movie nights with a with a bunch of people. Yeah. Terra Firma is probably the way to go. Yeah. Um, this is a movie that you would watch with like your friends, like, "Hey, watch this fucking crazy shit," you know? Right. Um, and that I think that would be fun. I think watching this with people would actually be kind of fun, mm-hmm. um, just because it's so fucked up. But all of the right. headiness and the artsiness is like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a fast forward. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> let's put it below. Let's put let's put let's put it at sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So sixteen is this, and then seventeen is Golden Glove. Fifteen okay. is Terraformer. That's a good spot. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was number 16. I'm just going to make a note of that real quick. Got it. Um, so next week's movie is uh, Jennifer's Body, which yes. is a little bit of a bigger movie. Um, but mm-hmm. we, um, we've we been wanting to watch it. We watched that documentary. Um, yes. And they t- which one was it? They all run I in together. That was the one... Uh, not the 80s one, because this wasn't in the 80s. This was... I don't remember. It was one of the Shudder documentaries that we watched a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago. Um, This wasn't Cursed Films, was it? No. I don't remember. It was one of the Shudder docs from a couple weeks ago. Diablo Cody, yeah, was in it. She was one of, like, the, you know, the people talking about movies, um... Yeah, so I've always so, wanted to see this. I never saw it. I heard it's either. really good. It's become a classic horror movie, and it's from 2009. Yeah. Written uh, by Diablo Cody, and I don't remember the director's name, but she's pretty big, too. Um, it's directed by Karen Kusama. Yeah, written, uh, written by Diablo Cody, who's, who's awesome. Um, yeah. So this movie is available on... Uh, Stars and DirecTV and Stars Amazon, if you have any of those, and then um, everywhere else to to rent or buy. Um, I'm excited. I've yeah, always I'm wanted excited to see too. this movie. And... It looks pretty cool. <laughs> All right, uh, is that it? That's it. Um, not next episode, but in a few episodes, things are going to change with this show. Yeah, they're going to change. Um, we're think... we got a lot of stuff cooking. Do you think it's going to be next episode? It's not going to be next no. episode, right? No. Maybe a couple It'll episodes be, after. It will be, let's see. So, 
tomorrow's the second. It'll be maybe the sixteenth. Maybe. Whoa. Whoa. If we That's get all soon. our ducks in a row. If not, the twenty third, for sure. Okay. All right. So either two weeks or three weeks. Uh, Look for everything it. Everything changes. Yeah. We're gonna have a but party. Not, not a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> we're going. To, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We are going to video, um, yeah. in addition to audio. So, um, we have some stuff planned for that. And you've been working on the set. And mm-hmm. It's really cool. And it's be awesome. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And awesome. we're gonna we're gonna have a couple guests on in the next couple months, and um, to kind of kick everything off. And uh, yeah. it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Look for it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, and in the meantime, don't be a dingus. Bye. Bye.